Welcome to Out With Dan, the podcast that spotlights and examines the voices of LGBTQ authors, characters, and our allies. Together, we lift our voices and we tell our stories. I'm Dan White. Join me as I chat with this week's author. Hello, and welcome back to Out With Dan. Today, I'm excited to be talking to St. Suki Delacroix about the peculiar case of The Follies Dancer, a Twilight Manners in Palm Springs book. Welcome, Suki. Well, thank you for asking me. And I can see all of your audience now. Ah, and they're are... not all wearing their clothes, are they? <laughs> no, not at all. Some of them listen to us in the nude and while they're doing things they shouldn't. Oh, they shouldn't. I know. <laughs> Bras, panties, and that's just the men. <laughs> that's absolutely right. I know what a few of their secrets are. We <laughs> might tell some of them. <laughs> well, don't tell me your secrets. It'll be in the next book. Well, I, you know what? I've not been in a book yet. I haven't even been arrested, so I might tell you a secret towards the end. Okay. <laughs> so, this is your third book in the series, is that in correct? This series, yes. It's not my third book. I think it's probably my 15th or 16th book. This is the third book in the series, yes. All right. And tell us about who our main characters are. Well, <clears throat> the main characters are Brian and Stefan. They're a gay couple that moved retired from Chicago to Palm Springs, as I did with okay. my daughter. But of course, I'm nothing like any of those dreadful characters in the book. That's completely <laughs> from my imagination. I, I will say that I loved their camp, their bickering, their back and forth, their banter. It was so well done and so funny. I mean, there are so many laugh out loud moments in this book. Well, I, I, what I wanted to do, it was really, honestly, seriously, it was an experiment because the, a lot of Americans like British humor, like uh, Monty Python, uh, Absolutely Fabulous, uh, even Benny Hill. <clears throat> and, but they can't seem to do that humor themselves. So I thought, I wonder what would happen if I had American characters and put British humor into their mouths. What would that look like? And that, that's where it comes from, you know, where nothing, well, they, mo they moved to Palm Springs to retire quietly and everything goes wrong. I think so. I think so often when we do decide we're going to retire and be very quiet, it yeah. never works out that way. Or if it does, it's boring as hell, right? That would be awful. That would be just awful if everything went according to plan. I mean, that's my nightmare. My whole nice. life has been a nightmare it's about things going according to plan. I just can't think of anything worse. I agree with you. I tell people so often that the stupidest things happen to me. I, you know, I run into something, I trip over something, and it's just to give me fodder for later on because I can totally laugh at myself. I'll laugh at you and everyone else, but I'll laugh at me first. So but why you have not? To, you have to be able to laugh at yourself. I that's think the power. That's the power of humor. And it makes you, if you can laugh at yourself, you can be, you're a very strong person. I think so. You know, it's, it's one of those things that it's hard to really recognize great humor in someone else if you can't laugh at yourself, you know, I, and I feel sorry for people that can't laugh at 
some but there is there are some people i don't know there must be a psychiatric name for this but there are some people that have no sense of humor at all it, the, the, the name is called bitter <laughs> <laughs> And that's something we certainly aren't. So well, in, if you let life affect you in any way, you become bitter. That you know, is I tend, true. I tend to ignore everything. I live in my own little bubble. <laughs> I think that's why the day you and I met, I was like, I have found a kindred spirit for sure. <laughs> I know. Well, you, you were working the strip. Well, you know. I was that, in New Orleans. It's I was not working the strip as well. <laughs> I was... You stopped me. I was walking down there like I was the prettiest girl in town. Well, you were. Well, until You're you not... stopped me. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's when I had the competition. <laughs> oh, I love competition. I absolutely do. So, <laughs> Brian and Stefan set out to uh, to have a breakfast, and then they have uh, a wild time at. <laughs> Uh, yeah. La Gran Polla Negra, which I just love the name of the restaurant. <laughs> well, I do tend to put in um, lines in Spanish that are funny. And I, I think if you speak Spanish, you will laugh at that joke. If you don't, you won't see it at all. <laughs> and I have a guy, my friend in the local coffee shop, Juan, translates funny Spanish, funny lines. And one of the... <laughs> Well, I think it, yeah, it's in that, that book. One of the lines I asked him to translate was, <clears throat> there's two, two nuns and a woman, and she's praying at her father's grave, and she calls them over, and she says to them in Spanish, I had it translated, but in English it is, please, will you pray with me? My father was a sinful man. He died with a penis in his mouth. <laughs> 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 one translated for me. But if you don't speak Spanish, you won't know. You won't get the joke. <laughs> You'll just assume she needs somebody to pray with her. <laughs> so, you know, that's one great thing about going to Palm Springs. You know, your characters, your main characters, you describe as yeah. fellas of a certain age. Yes. And that's a, that's a great thing about going to Palm Springs because we do we do see that you know we live in a youth oriented society as I guess we really have to I guess every society is that way, but when you age, some people feel like they've aged out, and that's something right. that I don't feel like with your book. You are inclusive of everyone, especially those of us of a certain age. Is it that, important to you? Yes, yes, it it is. It's, it, but. British humor is to throw everything in, kitchen sink, everything. <laughs> oh, that's why there's Hell's Angels in the book, because Hell's Angels don't figure in gay life at all. No. They don't figure in anybody's life, really, except their own. Right? Except their own. And <laughs> I, I, do, I do find it. I mean, in Palm Springs, it's true. In Palm Springs, try organizing a dinner party. Oh, it's like, oh, I can't come. I've got a colonoscopy. Um, I'm having... <laughs> Skin cancer, reboot. <laughs> trying to get everybody together in one place, yes, and a lot of falling apart. Well, yes. and, and everybody's getting knees replaced, and I always say, Replaced by what? Well, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to get people together when you can only get parts of them together at That's a time. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they come in on their walkers and you know it's uh but i old age is funny i i've discovered as i'm 71 years old i think it's really you stop <clears throat> you stop worrying about things you used to worry about and it just it's just funny i i find old age incredibly funny Wait, but i find it, overweight people funny as well and that's, <laughs> and that's not fashionable at all <laughs> no well so <laughs> You know, before we started recording, it is something I think we should talk about is, you know, in today's world, I do try to be politically correct and I do try to be respectful of other people. But we do get, as you mentioned earlier, a bit from the right and the left about we, what we can and cannot say and can and cannot do. Right. And you will drive yourself insane if that's all you do is sit around worried about what someone else thinks. Yeah. I think that's where your British humor comes through in this book because you get a chance to say things that maybe some other author wouldn't dare say because they don't have that kind of humor. Well, let's get this right. I don't say it. My characters <laughs> say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a good distinction. Oh, wow. So politically correct. As a human being myself, the characters are not. <laughs> I'm not getting myself off the hook. But I'll tell you what. People that get, uh, <clears throat> you know, offended by everything. I get, I'm offended all the time. I'm offended every time I see a Bible, every time I see that poor Jewish man hanging on a cross outside of a church, and children see that torture. You know, I'm offended by that. I'm offended if I see meat on a menu. I'm offended all the time. I don't expect people to stop eating meat or stop reading the Bible. You know, it's such a supreme arrogance with these people because they're offended by it. Nobody should read it. Well, fuck you, Mary, you know? Totally really? agree. I don't, I don't give a shit about these people. Oh. <laughs> Neither do I. And, you know, that's a big thing because at the conference we were at in New Orleans, one of the panels I sat on or went to see was about... Uh, book banning and stuff like that and you know if you don't want to read something don't read it yeah, don't read it my let me say now my book is politically incorrect and some people might find it offensive if you still read it well it's your fucking problem and i don't care that's the thing and I, well and I, that's british comedy writers if you if you look at ricky gervais yes he says i don't care if you're offended and i don't you know, I don't care at all. And if we don't ever offend this kind of thing. Yeah. You know? And if we never offend anyone, then we don't ever have a chance to perhaps make them see something they wouldn't have seen otherwise. Exactly. How do they think change happens? You know? <laughs> I mean, well, something, something like uh, slavery. Why did slavery end? People were offended by it. Yes. But it became a thing. If you controversy equals discussion. Yes, totally agree. Totally agree. So in this book, you and I will not give any of this away because if whomever's listening has to read it for themselves. But I just adore the fact that you take people that we know in um, in in movies and in music and and you give us some descriptions of people having met them. And that is, it is a deliciousness that I have not seen in uh, a very long time. And my hat's off to you on that, Sookie, because I just think it's adorable. Well, they're not, they're not sacred. 
<laughs> no, and I don't think I don't really should anyone Nothing be is sacred, you know. Goldie Horn goes to the toilet, you know. Yes. And I'd love to see a video of it. <laughs> <laughs> <To be honest. laughs> well, you know, and that is that is yet one of the things that I laughed so much about this book. You give us situations with uh, even the main characters with Brian and Stefan that are just so sometimes ridiculous. If you read it on the surface, it's a little, little bit ridiculous. But the truth of the matter is things happen. I, all of us at a certain age and probably even young people have been caught short occasionally. Right. <laughs> I mean, nobody wants to be caught short, but it does happen. So you want it to be in a situation. Yeah, I sort of like to read about it. I mean, I felt sorry for Brian, but sadly, I was in that exact same place a couple of weeks ago. So I was like, these things happen in real life. <laughs> You laughed at the llama. I did. Oh, Lord, did I ever. <laughs> the llamas are funny, you know. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. And a, a friend of mine was just at the Living Zoo in Palm Springs looking for that damn llama. So. <laughs> I, I take my friends there to see the giraffes. And we they say, why are we going there? I says, you've got to see the giraffes. Mm -hmm. And um. They say, why? And I take them there and we're feeding carrots. They said, why did you bring us here? I said, look at the tongues. Look mm -hmm. at that tongue and try not to think about sex. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Those giraffes are really rather talented. I, yes. I, my, <laughs> my hat's off to them as well. <laughs> I, I will say the story, I know you're not going to talk about it, the story about what happens in the bathroom, that happened to a friend of mine. <clears throat> That's actually a true story. <laughs> With the I, it, <laughs> I, I just cannot get away from the fact that it is real life. <laughs> we we like to think that all of life is you know just goes along smoothly, but that is not the case. <laughs> it's not the case at all. I I actually did uh, I did a full stretch out split once. Uh, because I didn't have a choice. So, you know, it's it's just one of those things that happens. <laughs> well, so you can't laugh about it because you just become embarrassed otherwise. You Precisely. just fall into a hole, you know. <laughs> Precisely. There's always somebody, you know, when you're in a restaurant with 10 bears, but there's always somebody having an accident. Tighter <laughs> 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 of falls off or something. Yeah, you have to laugh. You do, you do, because I, otherwise you're going to end up crying, and that gives me puffy eyes, and I don't want that. You laugh or you cry. I just it, think it is one or the other. But I wrote the, I wrote these books. I mean, now I've had a whole career as a historic historian of gay history, and I worked for newspapers, and I was a photographer. I wrote two plays, short stories. But I thought at this point, I thought I've spent my life doing good works and to writing history books so we all have can read about our history and that and i thought i would like to <laughs> spend whatever time i've got left just having fun so i'm just doing this to i'm writing the twilight manners books are absolutely purely for my own amusement <laughs> well I, and i appreciate that because i they have amused me as well and i'm absolutely obsessed with them it's just it's just fun. And that's 
I cannot reiterate enough that fun is so important and you have brought us hilarity and fun and and also if someone hasn't been to Palm Springs and they need a roadmap of Palm Springs and the <laughs> area around it you have certainly hit on all of those as well well, all the venues are based on real places. I've changed the names. But. Some of them I knew. Some of them I'm like, oh, that's on my list for the next time in Palm Springs. Uh, <laughs> some well, people said it's very Palm Springs. You know? It is. It is. And I think there again, that's something that really appealed to me. Uh, Palm Springs is a place that a lot of people go to because they want to. So it's not like a, a through destination. Most people that go to Palm Springs, they, they're intended to go there to live, vacation, or just a weekend. So it is some, it's a happy place in my estimation, and you've captured that yeah. happiness. So, Well, it's, it's, it's mostly, mostly old people who don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's, kind of, it's too late. Right? Well, it's too and you late got- to improve your personality. It's too late to... It's like, oh, fuck it. I'm the way I am. <laughs> and, and they can't run very fast, so you can always capture the story. Oh, yeah. No, you can't. No, they don't run fast at all. <laughs> I, I can outrun most of them. Well, most of them, they've got these new knees, you know? These... <laughs> yes, it's when they get I to the bottom. new knees. I said, everybody's getting knee replacement. And he said, there's nothing wrong with your knees. I said, I don't like them. I want some new ones, you know? And oh my God, the facelifts here. Uh, We have that in Los Angeles. You know, if there's a fire, everyone runs because they might melt. So we don't really. (laughs) I don't know if anybody's looking at me. (laughs) I go to this coffee shop every day (laughs) to proofread and, you know, hang out for the couple of hours and there's a lot of um d-listers there you know they were you know they were in the in a movie somewhere or or they or they were a dead body in law and order on tv you know they've had their <laughs> they've had their two minutes or whatever and they come in and they always have a they always have a little gay with them mm-hmm. and that's quite interesting because i always listen to those conversations but their faces are like yeah no emotion no emotion but they all they need a hanger on her that's right (laughs) somebody sit there and say how wonderful they are maybe i should get one of those (laughs) we can i wouldn't mind one of those myself (laughs) 25 year old following you around saying how fabulous you are that'd be perfect it i think so too the only thing is you have to pay them eventually and that's yeah, I suppose so. They don't, yeah. <laughs> well, there is that, yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have. I really have enjoyed this. And I also, you know, one of the things I did a little dive on you and to see that, yes, this is your third book in the Twilight Manor series, but you have been very busy and a lot of wonderful history, as you mentioned before. And it's so important because you know, as we all age and move on, you know, the next generation needs to know where we've been and what our stamp was on life. So I've enjoyed your history stuff as well. Yeah, thank you. Do you have a website or social media you would like to share? I'm on, you can find me on Facebook. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's the only thing I've got really. Or there's the Rattling Good Yarns Press website. 
which you can, it's easy to find, but I don't Perfect. know exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I will put, I'm, I'm, not, will, I'm not hard to find. <laughs> well, and you do have a very unique name, so it does make you a little easier to find than someone like me. <laughs> I, my real name, that's the sad thing. I can't even see I'm writing under another name. <clears throat> well, we Saitsuki. It's Saitsuki Delacroix. I love that. Uh, yeah, saint, patron saint of homosexuals. <clears throat> you know, it's nice to be a saint of something. <laughs> saint, but no angel, that's for sure. <clears throat> I will let you say that. So, uh, but I think I agree with you as well. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, this has been. I enjoyed it very much. Me too. Uh, hang on and I'll be right back. Okay. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Out With Dan. You can find more information about this podcast and its host at outwithdan.com, on Twitter at outwithdan, and on Instagram and Facebook at gooutwithdan. This podcast is hosted by Authors on the Air Global Radio Network, and the theme music is provided by bensound.com. Join us again soon for the next episode of Out With Dan.